Hey, welcome back everyone to Dear First Year. Um, it's been a really crazy two months, but we're finally back at it. Uh, today I have a guest with us. Her name's Jordan McCoy. Um, she is the current wellness promotion and prevention coordinator here at UNK. Hello. Welcome everyone. Yeah, you know, we're just here. We're gonna talk to you guys really about fall break. And then we're also gonna just talk about mental health and how to take care of yourself. So, you know, just diving into it, fall break is approaching pretty quickly. It's October 17th to the 18th. So you're really looking at a four or five day break depending on how you look at it. Um, like me personally, I'm looking at a five day break. So I'm counting Friday night as part of that. Uh, we're super interested to know where you guys are going. So, you know, love to hear about it. I know people are gonna be chatting about it a lot as we roll closer to it. But if you wanna specifically share, you can definitely message us on Instagram or Facebook, or you can email us. I just would love to know. Um, I'm personally going to Wyoming, I think. I'm hoping to go hiking in the Grand Tetons and Yellowstone National Park. So I'm super excited. No, I'm super excited about it. It might be a really crazy quick trip, but I'm trying to hit off all the national parks. So that's my goal. But do you have any plans, Luckily, Jordan? You know, no, not really. We are, we'll just be around gardening. Yeah. I'll have to work um, here too. Since we're technically staff, we will be working. I was wondering over about break, that. That's which is okay. Fun. It's quiet, so it kind of allows maybe a little bit of catch-up time, oh, which is kind of nice, too. Yeah, if you guys don't have plans, um, Outdoor Adventures, which is actually affiliated with Campus Rec and just Wellness Center, uh, they're actually going on a trip. And so if you're interested in that, it is a trip to uh, the Black Hills in South Dakota, where you will be spending a few nights at Custer State Park. And then during the day, you'll actually be exploring different hiking opportunities around Mount Rushmore. And then at the end of the trip, before you head home, you'll actually get to go explore Wind Cave National Park. And I actually just went here this past summer and I loved it. Like I went to Wind Cave. It was super cool to go inside of a cave. So if you've never done that, you should definitely think about it. And Mount Rushmore is really cool. And honestly, just the track, the hiking and trails there are absolutely beautiful. And I was so pleasantly surprised by them. Have you been there, Jordan? No, I haven't been. Uh, it you should awesome. go. No, you should go there. It's okay, so beautiful. So for me, Sarah, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm not in good enough shape. No, Can no, yeah, no, definitely. All skill levels are welcome. And um, honestly, like the people who go on these trips are so welcoming and understanding of people and they just wait for each other and they're so encouraging. And Justin Stout, uh, he's a coordinator of all this. He is so cool. And if you go, like I seriously think you would enjoy it. And so literally, if you are not totally into hiking, but you think it'd be really cool to go, definitely go still. Um, if you're a big hiker and you think you might be ahead of everyone instead, like still go and you can just like try to lead them and you can provide encouragement to other people. Um, but if you're interested, it is uh, $300 and there is a mandatory pre-trip meeting on October 6th at 5 p.m. And then if you're looking just to get some more information, you can contact the rec center or um, Justin Stout, which, you know, if you go on to Outlook, you can just type in his name and his email should pop up. But since we're about halfway through the semester, especially with fall break rolling around, uh, we think it's important to mention that right now is a good time for students to take some time to acknowledge your progress. You know, this is your first year at UNK or it could be your second or third year, you know, just a lot has happened. And so it's a great time to uh, acknowledge your progress and, you know, see the first exams that you're preparing for now, or even if you've gotten through them, you've made a lot of new friends, you've been living through um, away from home. There's just been a lot of different changes. So just acknowledge your progress, see where you're at, uh, check your grades, you can celebrate your successes. Uh, maybe you had a really hard biology test or you didn't think your chemistry course was gonna be going really good and it actually is, you know, celebrate that. 
And you can also talk to your professors if needed. You know, don't be scared to ask for help. The Learning Commons is a really great resource and a good place to go to get tutoring opportunities. And then of course, also, if you talk to some professors, I've realized that some of them will even offer you extra credit opportunities if needed. So, you know, acknowledge your progress, check your grades, and then of course, also give yourself some grace. Like, like I've already said, so much has happened in the last almost eight weeks. We're halfway through one semester. Uh, a first year of college or even just your first year in a new place can be really, really hard. And you might be feeling homesick or a little disconnected from old high school friends if they're not here. Um, so just, you know, make sure you're taking care of our, yourselves and give yourself that grace, which kind of leads us into our main topic of today's podcast, which is just mental health and how to make sure you're taking care of yourself. And so then Jordan is actually also a licensed mental health practitioner. And so she has some information and just some tips that she will be sharing with us. Thanks so much for having me, Sarah. Yeah. So I'm going to share some stuff, but please, Sarah, if you have any questions or questions that the students might be wondering, you can go ahead and stop me and ask those questions too. <laughs> so as, as you were talking and I was just thinking about the semester's underway and, and stress might be heightening and mental health might be a struggle right now, I was thinking about balance, right? It's so important that we have balance in all areas of our life, making sure that we're studying, but we're not studying too much and we're having time to spend with our friends. Yeah. Do things that bring us joy. Uh, make sure we're moving our body. I think those are super key elements to be able to make sure we're taking care of ourselves in a really holistic way. Mm -hmm. Because as we take care of our body and as we, you know, eat well and, again, moving our body, our mind is going to be better, too. We're going to be less stressed and we're also going to have just a, a better ability to study, yeah. to focus, to do well in school. People think, sometimes people think that if they're pouring everything into school and focusing so much on that dimension of wellness that, you know, they might do well. Well, in all reality, even even though you're in college and this is a prime time for learning, we really do want a balance of all of those eight dimensions of wellness. So you're going to have to help me here, okay, Sarah? <laughs> With the eight dimensions. Yeah. Intellectual, financial, emotional. Physical. Physical. Occupational. Where are we at? There's two more. I, th I don't think we said emotional. I don't think we did either. Maybe we did. There's so many about social. Yeah. Social. Spiritual is um, one. And spiritual. Spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a lot. And I feel like I realized as a student, like, it's hard to balance all of them, especially, like, yeah. as you enter in different phases of life. Because during my undergrad, I was able to do, like, the physical side and work seemed pretty good because I was just working, like, 10 hours a week. And now that I'm a grad student, like... I'm able to juggle work in school pretty easily, but I'm not hitting the physical stuff. Like, especially now that I work at a desk, I, I used to strive to hit 10,000 steps a day and I can't do it. Like I am lucky if I get close to 7,000. And so it can be so hard and there's just, I don't know, for me, like I'm trying to, I haven't done it yet, but I'm, <laughs> I've been meaning to set like a reminder on my phone. So like it goes off every hour and so I can go on a two minute walk and hopefully hit my steps. But like, it's just so hard to find balance. It really is, especially with there is being so much stuff and there's just so many different things that cause stresses in our lives. It is. But. It's so hard. And, and I think even at any season of life, it's hard to find balance. Oh, definitely. One, one thing I like to think about is to label all those different dimensions of wellness and then go through them and rank those different dimensions in terms of what you feel like is the most important dimension to you. So rank them from one to eight and then go back through and rank them again 
based on how often you are spending your time within each of those different dimensions and then compare and contrast. Are you actually spending the time within the dimension that you feel like is the most important? Yeah. Oftentimes that's not the case. You know, so we have to fine tune that so then we can get those a little bit more in balance. It's kind of a good idea though. I like that. It's kind of been a fun strategy and I like to do that and check in, I don't know, maybe quarterly throughout the year just to make sure that I'm in balance, that I'm in check, that I'm one cognizant because I think that sometimes we can get so stressed that then we forget. Mm -hmm. We forget to check in and we forget the need for balance because we're so almost hyper attuned to other things such as school, such as work. And so we have to back up, check in with ourselves. And that kind of brings me to another point, Sarah, too, is just the importance of mindfulness, the importance of slowing down, the importance of monotasking and doing one thing at a time, which whoever does that. I I feel like we live in such a world where people expect you to be able to multitask now. It's constantly multitasking. And so if you ever feel yourself stressed, it's getting back I think it's getting back to the basics of monotasking, doing one thing at a time, moving your body. Like you said, Sarah, it's just like trying to set a small goal of reaching 10,000 steps. I know that doesn't feel small sometimes, <laughs> but you know, one of those short-term goals, it's about getting good sleep, you know, making sure that we're getting enough sleep and getting quality sleep as well is going to be super important. Um, one of the other things too, that I kind of mentioned earlier, but I think is just super important is finding joy, like finding something that we do every single day, even if it's five or 10 minutes that brings us joy, Yeah, you know, cause that totally falls within our ability to manage stress and focus on those areas of wellness as, as well. So those are just some, some tips that I can think of, um, that, I feel like if you're, you don't know where to start, start there, start with sleep, movement, nutrition, start with some of those things to set some short-term goals for yourself. Yeah, no, those are, I think really good. I know I like the joy part. I went to, there's a while I need to get back into it. There's so many things that I want to be intentional about. Just like finding joy, I would used to do gratitude journaling. Like I'd like write down stuff that was, it actually made me like, especially when I was having a bad day or a bad week. And I was like, oh my gosh, everything sucks. Um, Yeah, just like writing down things that I was thankful for and just that were going good in my life. It was just like, wow. And then it made me think about, or like, I don't know, I did it not that long ago and I was writing down things I was thankful for. And I wrote down one of my friend's names and he had recently moved away because we graduated. And so then I was like, oh, I miss him. Like, I should check in on him. And I just shot him a text and we had a nice conversation. So, like, oh. that kind of helped with, like, my relationships, like, helping build and keep, make sure I was keeping things on track there. So I love that you mentioned that, Sarah, though, because <clears throat> community is key. We know the importance of having those mm-hmm. social relationships, finding a community here at UNK and whatever area you're interested in, finding whether that's a student organization or an office to volunteer in or meeting people in your classroom. It doesn't matter. Just finding a community. Mm-hmm. We as humans are not wired to exist in isolation. Mm-hmm. We are wired to connect. Yes. And connection brings healing. Connection is vital to all areas of our wellness. Mm-hmm. We have to be able to connect with other people. I would say on a daily basis, we have to be connecting with others. It might not be realistic that we're connecting with people for a long period of time if we're really busy, 
what, even five, 10 minutes like you did with your friend, right? Yeah. Just checking in and connecting. That sends so many beautiful signals to the brain of belonging. And it really does promote healing for the brain when we feel like we are part of a community. Good, yeah. Um, in terms of sleeping, I have an app that I use. It's called Sleep Cycle, and it tracks my sleep. <laughs> and it's super fun because it makes sure that I am, one, getting enough sleep, but also, um, I don't know, it records. It, this sounds creepy, but it records, and it tells me if I'm snoring or something. <laughs> and so I, no, it's so weird. It's kind of fun, that. though, because I... I'm a firm believer that if I do snore at night, it's because I'm sleeping wrong. I do not just randomly snore at night. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe I do. No, it's so fun. It tells me if I sleep talk. <laughs> and if you pay for a premium, you can go back and listen to like what you were saying. That's so cool. No, I haven't done it yet, but I think it'd be cool. But it just tracks it and it lets me see, um, you know, just kind of how my sleep quality is. And then on top of that, it also, um, with it tracking it, if it kind of detects you're moving around a lot, it starts to know when to wake you up. Um, based on when you want to wake up. So if I want to wake up at 7 a.m., um, it starts like really tracking it between, um, I think it's like 6.30 and 7, or it could be like 6.45 and 7. Um, and it tries to wake me up at my lightest like REM cycle stage so that I, or just sleep cycle, sorry. And um, that way I'm like waking up a little bit more gentler and I can be a little bit more refreshed, stuff like that. So if you want to download that app, I definitely recommend it. <laughs> and then kind of just my last tip is, um, really just as like a whole for, you know, keeping ahead of your mental health and making sure you're taking care of yourself. It's just doing something that you enjoy, finding a hobby, um, you know, you meditating or journaling if you're starting to get really overwhelmed and just finding something that kind of like brings you back and centers you. Those are just my tips for students. I think those have worked for me anyway, of course. And if that doesn't work for you, that's totally okay. Do you have anything to add, I guess, Jordan? To the what only I was other saying? thing I was thinking, Sarah, was um, with the just emotions and stress are energy. They cannot stay inside your body. We have to release them. Yeah. That's why working out works. Mm -hmm. That's why going and throwing around some weights works yeah. because it's getting the energy and the emotions out. <laughs> and so it's, it's so, so important that we're getting those emotions that they're not staying stuck. And so whether that's crying or walking or lifting weights or whatever it is, you know, those, the stress and, and the emotions have to come out somehow. No, definitely. They're yes. going to figure out a way out. Let's do it in a healthy way. Yeah. Which is then, yeah, no, definitely. And then that can be a good leeway into our resources. But so, of course, you have the counseling center. And I, like, personally, I have gone to the counseling center here and it's great. The counselors here are really, really awesome. And so, if you think you might just need needing a little bit of extra help or something, or you just don't know where to start on this journey, like come to the counseling center. Your first three visits are free because they're included in student fees. And then after that, every visit is only $10, um, which is very affordable, I think, compared to a lot of the private practices around uh, just the community and stuff like that. And if maybe you're a little uncomfortable with coming in physically, you know, just because we are still living in a pandemic and there's just a lot of other reasons that maybe you don't want to physically come in, there is a telehealth option. So you can actually do like home video, uh, talking to counselors that way and we actually have a new thing that was just started it's called together all um brand new i'll actually let jordan talk about it a little bit 
Yeah, super exciting. So Together All is an online community. Like Sarah said, UNK has paid for it to be accessible to all UNK students, faculty, and staff, which I think is just so exciting. And so what happens is that you get on togetherall.com and you fill out this really quick inventory. It asks you some questions about yourself. It prompts you to create an anonymous username. And so everything's anonymous on Together All, which is really exciting and I think is cool because it supports a safe space for students across the globe to communicate with each other. But Together All really is all about creating a community and giving you a voice, helping you feel that you're not alone. So there's different resources on Together All. Like there's many courses you can take. There's different forums. So like, let's just say, for example, that I'm someone that might struggle with some depression, anxiety, and some panic attacks. I can go in there and Together All and I can click those those things. Those I can areas, click anxiety, yeah. depression. Topics. Those topics and those categories will come up. on my feed so it's a really really cool way of finding that support promoting better well-being um and again just bringing community so again even though it's global together all is there's people all across the globe that are on together all unk does pay for students like I said, student staff faculty to get on there and it's completely free. We cool. have a three year contract with them. And so let me just go to togetherall.com. Togetherall.com. Okay. Yep. And, then, and then you just sign up that way. You'll it'll ask you your school. And okay. you go ahead and click cool. on okay. Um I did want to mention too, it's monitored by mental health practitioners. And so everything's anonymous. However, if there's ever and it like if there's ever an issue that you need to reach out to a mental health practitioner it's monitored which i think is pretty cool if there's some things that you're struggling with that feel pretty intense you can direct message those individuals as well i think that's so cool i I hope people utilize that um but then we also have some two more that we kind of want to touch on and uh, one is peer health which jordan actually oversees that but it's a really great program that all of you students can get involved in and you can even become like peer health educators if you want to do that um but Peer Health is an education does education programming about different things like substance use, safe driving, so like testing, texting and driving is obviously very unsafe. So like they talk about things like that, uh, healthy relationships, bystander intervention, stress management, and as well as other areas of wellness. Uh, Jordan, if you want to go in depth about it at all, you definitely can, or if you think that's a good. Yeah, that's great. We do a lot of events. We have a social media page that people can follow. That we post a lot of different wellness tips that I've talked about today. We also do, um, we're also, we have some events coming up too. So follow our social media to hear about those events. Uh, we have some really exciting stuff, I think. Um, and yeah, our aim is just to support students with managing that stress, finding community, and then being able to really take care of their themselves with all within all of those eight dimensions of wellness. Yeah, I love the Peer Health organization. I they sometimes will bring dogs to campus, they're like therapy dogs. So if you're like me and you love dogs, that's a really good time. So just definitely follow their medias because like Jordan said, there's lots of fun events that happen and they are very educational. I think just fun and beneficial for all students to go to anyways. But um, and then, of course, our last resource is just the Wellness Center. Uh, so this definitely goes on the physical activity side. They have group classes available. So, I mean, if you want to get an ab workout in, but you don't really know where to start with that, or um, they have like an abs and booty one, you know, if you're into that too, you can go to stuff like that and you can just do a 
uh, workout with other people and it's led. So then you, you know, maybe if you're confused on what to do, you're getting the help that way. But then on top of it, you can also build a community that way. You can meet people who have similar interests to you and you hang out afterwards, stuff like that. Uh, and kind of just building communities as well. You can join intramural teams. They have so many different sporting options and they're so fun. Like you do not have to be an athlete to be competitive. And even if you're not good at it, you can still join it. I did flag football and like, I've never thrown a football in my life. And it was still super fun to do that with my friends. And even if you, maybe your friends aren't really into intramurals, but you are, you can still join a team and meet people that way. Uh, it's what's called being a free agent. You just kind of sign up for it online um, and you can just join uh, different teams that need extra people. And maybe you're still just that and that's not really fitting you. Well, there is a climbing wall in the wellness center, which is a super fun way for you to get active, of course. And even if you've never tried it out, you should just like go try it one time. It's really fun. If you're scared of heights, I maybe don't recommend it because it can kind of be scary. And then kind of the last thing within the wellness center is uh, that outdoor adventures, which that is the section of the wellness center that is sponsoring that South Dakota trip we talked about at the beginning of this podcast. They do a lot of different trips throughout the semester. Like they will go to Colorado and go climbing or hiking. Like I said, they're going to South Dakota. They've gone to Arkansas, uh, Missouri, I think. Like they go all over the place. And so it's a good way and it's you know, pretty affordable too, I think, to just kind of get out and start traveling a little bit and do some fun stuff like that. Um, they'll also just do different trainings. Like I think they'll go kayaking sometimes, you know, at Yanny or canoeing, you know, it is a really fun way if you're like being outdoors and you want to get active, I definitely recommend checking them out. Um, and then just within the wellness center, it's not really uh, affiliated with campus rec or anything like that. Uh, but you can actually also head upstairs to wellness labs to get nutrition consultations and screenings done. So like there's so many different things you can get. Uh, like if you want some help, maybe fixing your diet, but you don't know where to start, this is a good, that's a good place to go. Or if you're curious what, you know, your, how much body fat you have and how much muscle and stuff like that, you can actually get what's called a DEXA scan done. Um, that's $25, but most of the, there are fees on all of these assessments, but they range from about $20 to $40, just kind of based on what you get done. And that's for students. That's the price range for students. So, yeah. Do you have anything else, Jordan, you want to add before we wrap I, up that's fully? That's amazing. Yeah, it. no, definitely. So many great cool resources on campus. There is, and it's like, sometimes students just don't know about them. Yeah. So this is a good way to share them. And I hope you guys utilize them because they are here on campus. So. Um, but yeah, that kind of wraps up our episode. Uh, looking ahead, we have a November podcast that will be coming out where we're going to really just dive into finances, mainly diving into the FAFSA because that is opening up this month. So, you know, definitely communicating with your parents and talking to them about it. Or if you're to the point where you want to try to fill it out yourself, you know, definitely tune into our next episode. I'll kind of try to help walk you through it. And we'll just talk about finances and budgeting and stuff like that. It'll be a good episode. And then, of course, in December, we're going to just celebrate the semester and your accomplishments and look back on how things have gone, which is so crazy to think that in two months, the semester is over. So the rest of the semester is going to go by so, so fast when we return on October 19th. So just make sure you're staying on top of your work and then try to enjoy your college experience as best you can. And of course, as always, if you ever need anything, you can come visit the Student and Family Transitions office. Again, we're located in the Union um, in room 142 behind Starbucks. So... Thank you guys for listening and we will catch you next time.